0: Get ready to grip it and rip it.
1: All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting.
0: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show.
2: It's that time, time to talk golf. We do it 52 weeks a year and can't get enough of it right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Greetings and welcome from the five star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the home. ...of seven USGA championships... I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Putinoff is off today. It's great to have you here. Thanks for making Tita Green a part of your day. We've got a great show for you today. The late, great Whitney Houston once saying, Children are our future. That's so true in life and very true in golf. And we will focus on kids golf today, junior golf, in the first part of the show. Joining us from just up the road in Denver, the president and founder of Rounds for Kids, That's F-O-R-E, Rounds for Kids. Casey Shield will be here. We'll find out what his group is all about and what Rounds for Kids does to promote junior golf, how they do it, and how you can be a part of it, how you can help. The big news in golf this week, well, the U.S. and European Ryder Cup teams have named their captains for 2016. For the U.S., it'll be Davis Love. The third European team captain will be Darren Clark. Our Ryder Cup guy, T.J. O'Claire from PGA.com, will be here. We'll talk all things Ryder Cup and maybe have a couple of other questions for T.J. about tiger woods and some of the other goings on in the world and in the game of professional golf these days tj eau claire pga.com back with us today on t to green we'll take you on tour and much much more coming up today on t to green it's early sunday morning the sun is coming up i'm on the t at seven i'm here to try my luck If you missed something from today's show, T to Green now available at iHeartRadio Talk. You can find it at iHeartRadio Talk, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay Ritchie from the Broadmoor teeing it up with Casey Shield as we continue worldwide on American Forces Radio and coast-to-coast coast on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network.
3: Sometimes it's easy to see a difference. And sometimes... It's not. Especially when it comes to motor oil. Valvoline Full Synthetic High Mileage with MaxLife Technology actually is different. It's the superior protection of synthetic for cars over 75,000 miles. But don't just believe us. See for yourself at seeadifference.com. Valvoline, 140 years under the hood. Visit AutoZone now and buy 5 quarts of Valvoline and an oil filter starting at twenty-two ninety-nine. See store for restrictions and details.
1: Musicians, it's here. Guitar Center's Green Tag Sale with savings not up to, but at least 50% off list on the best selection of guitars, drums, keys, DJ, and more. Look for green tags and get incredible deals, like a Yamaha acoustic guitar, just 99 bucks, A Mapex piccolo snare drum, 85% off list, just 39 bucks, Or a clip-on guitar tuner, just 15 bucks. So come by and get hands-on with the gear you really want. But hurry, Guitar Center's green tag sale ends Sunday. In-store and at GuitarCenter.com.
4: Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242.
0: Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money.
4: Call 877-499-MY-TV.
0: At just twenty four ninety nine, dollars what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. Calling all motorheads, it's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks. Every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports. From IndyCar to NASCAR, the Drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday nights at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
2: It's the show by golfers for golfers. You found it Tee to Green, the golf show. We come your way every Sunday from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Great to have you here. I'm Jay Ritchie. Scott Cuddy at the controls at our studios in San Francisco. Jerry Boutinoff is off this weekend, so I am going solo today. Later in the hour, uh, the U.S. Ryder Cup team has a new captain Davis Love III will take the reins next year. Darren Clark will captain the European squad. And we'll talk about that with uh, TJ O'Clair, our good buddy from PGA.com. We'll be here later in the hour to talk all things Ryder Cup. Right now, we want to focus on junior golf. Anyone who follows to Green or has listened to us for years, knows that that we are huge on kids' golf. And there's an organization just up the road in Denver, Colorado, that's doing all it can to promote kids' golf and to ensure that uh, golf remains strong well into this new century. The guy at the helm of that is Casey Shield. The the organization is called Rounds for Kids. A little play on words there. Four is F-O-R-E, Rounds for Kids. And Casey Shield is on the line with us right now as we're going to talk some junior golf with Casey. Casey, how you doing? Good morning, Jim. How is everyone? Yeah, good. You staying warm up there in the Mile High City?
5: Nice and cold. A little uh, little freezing fog this morning. So staying warm though.
2: Uh, not much golf being played in Colorado, and there won't be any golf played at the Broadmoor for a while. Uh, hey, speaking of the Broadmoor, I understand you have a little history with the Broadmoor, a little personal history, and a big moment in your golfing career here.
5: Yeah, I had uh, my internship down in uh, one of my first internships to the professional golf management program down at uh, Ravenna Golf Club, and my buddies and I decided to go play the Broadmoor one day, and never had a hole in one and sure enough on number eight I uh, hit an eight iron and went old so it's my first and only hole in one
2: yeah not bad hole uh, in one a hole in one yeah, anywhere is fantastic but a yeah, hole in one at the yeah. Broadmoor that's got to be pretty special
5: yes sir yeah and it was actually uh, you know kind of a funny story I went up on the green I didn't hit the ball too uh, too well I hit a little blade and uh, was looking for my body and you think I hit the green and it, those greens up there just, just tremendously uh, uh, molded in, in, in the way they roll, and it must have just hit something and rolled right in the, right in
2: the hole. So I didn't get a hole-in-one here, but I was playing with a good friend of mine who got a hole-in-one here. Uh, it just hit the most terrible shot you could imagine. It was about two feet off the ground all the way, uh, a huge uh, uh, hook on it, and it started out in the right, came back in, landed short of the green, hopped up on the green, and just like it had eyes, it rolled about 40 feet and went right in the hole. I said, hey, 5, 10, 15 years from now, nobody's going to remember how it went in, just that it went mm-hmm. in. And that's, what, that's right. what counts.
5: Exactly right. You, yeah.
2: you also did some uh, uh, work at Ravenna. That's another fantastic course here in Colorado.
5: Yeah, a great course. Uh, really spectacular, exclusive uh, pilot club uh, right there in South Wilson by Chatfield Reservoir. And. Uh, Got some new management there. George Carhoff, PGA professional, just uh, went down there, and he'll uh, he'll be a great uh, advocate for that club. So looking forward to seeing what uh, Ravenna does next couple of years.
2: Yeah, got a chance to play it last year for the first time, and oh, my gosh, I, I just loved it. I hope I can get back there and play it again this year once the weather gets better, and that, of course, is always the big thing here in Colorado. So you are the president and founder of Rounds for Kids, Do you have a background in in promoting junior golf, or did you just look at the at the golfing landscape and decided, hey, this is a niche that needs a little more work?
5: You know, it uh, it all it all began began about three years ago. Uh, I've always taught kids and always had a passion for you know being a mentor and a coach for them uh, while on the course. And you know, I just wasn't getting my fill, and I always knew that there was a niche uh, as far as player development wise for kids, and I just you know it just didn't feel felt like. Uh, you know, the golf courses were offering, you know, as far as what I I was provided when I was a kid. So I wanted to to really uh, focus in on, you know, what the kids really need as far as resources and as far as what they need to make the, the game a little bit more affordable and just get them out playing on a golf course. And so it actually, you know, everyone's everyone that's listening is going to, you know, think it's kind of weird, but uh, it actually came to me uh one night in a dream, and uh, went downstairs, I told my wife, I, I got to go down, I, I got this idea for this uh, this, this organization, we wrote everything down, and uh, that was back in September, and uh, we, we applied for a 501c, we're now registered uh, 501c non-profit, and uh, we're we're just getting our program out there and sharing our
2: stories. So when you say September, are you talking last September?
5: Yeah, last September, uh, it all started, so and uh, everything's just been really clicking, and everyone's been uh, really open to the, the idea and the mission of what we're doing. And uh, Speaking of which, I'd like to give a shout-out to Mark Kramer. He He's the uh, owner of the Denver Golf Expo, which everyone knows was last week, and we mm-hmm.
6: were
5: uh, there with a the booth. Uh, Mark was very generous and donated us a spot to get free pitching lessons for everyone. So everyone that's listening and saw there, thank you for stopping by.
2: Yeah, I've known Mark for years. He is the best, and he does a great job with the Denver Golf Expo. And I'm not surprised that he uh, has stepped up like he has to help you and help to promote junior golf as well. You've got a great website, by the way. That's RoundsForKids.org, and uh, everything up and running just uh, just since last September for the for our guest Casey Shield, the president and founder of Rounds for kids based in the Mile High City. Now, are you pretty much concentrating on the Denver area right now?
5: Right now our focus is uh, with the Denver metro area uh, just because we, we don't want to spread our, our scholarship programs too thin, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about here shortly. Um, so right now we're, we just want to make sure that we've got a solid structure uh, here in the Denver metro, and then uh, eventually, you know, our hopes, uh, my partner Rick Tim and I would like to eventually expand that and see uh, what we what what impact we can do for juniors off outside Colorado.
2: Yeah. I know that Mark stepped up and, and loaned you a helping hand. What sort of response uh, feedback are you getting from folks?
5: You know, it, it, it's a, it's a different kind of, of, of program. It's a, you know, we're, what we're trying to do is connect the junior to uh, their local golf professional and, and their local golf facility. So a public facility near STEM. And what we're trying to do is get them on the golf course, but, Have the organization Rounds for Kids pay for their their experience at the golf course. So, uh, our our three tiers that we're going to be doing uh, for our scholarship program is the individual instruction with the golf professional. So, if if the lesson says, say, the lesson costs $25, we would uh, possibly cover $20 of his or her lesson, and the junior would, would pay a difference of five, making it a lot more affordable to get that one on one instruction. relationship between the
2: That equipment thing is huge. As, as a, a parent, uh, it, my, my son has grown up a lot now, but when he was younger, went out bought him a set of clubs. And, <laughs> yeah, it didn't take long. You know, a, a year, year and a half later, he had outgrown them.
5: Yes, sir. Yep. Happens pretty quick. And uh, that's one of the things that, you know, I, I wasn't offered uh, a set of golf clubs. And, and the resources are out there. Um, we, we just got to have more, more possibilities of, of providing those, those resources to these kids kids will help do
2: that so back to your first tier the individual lessons with the pga golf professional you you basically have to sort of build a network don't you with these pga professionals
5: yeah that's what we what we would like to do and eventually we would like to put together a you know some some kind of map uh so where we can look up the individual zip code and have a golf professional within that uh that location within five miles and, and be able to connect that individual to that facility or golf professional. That way, so they're not going out of their way trying to look up on the internet or trying to reach out to other professionals that have no idea uh, about who they are. We want to try to establish that connection for them.
2: Okay, Casey, we need to take a break right here. It all came to him in a dream, and he's making kids' dreams come true with his program called Rounds for Kids. Casey Shield is with us from denver we'll continue on the other side as we talk junior golf today on t to grain from the broadmoor resort i'm jay ritchie be right back
7: this family is at home
8: There's only one other
9: acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball.
8: Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory?
9: Grip it and rip it. (laughs) T to
0: Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
9: Hi everybody, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. Today I want to talk to you about hitting out of the rough, give you a few tips on how to have a little more success. First of all, you want to choose a club that's going to advance the ball. You don't necessarily need the club to get the ball to the green, just something that you're going to advance, say an 8-iron, 7-iron. Also, grip the club with a little more grip tension because the club face will likely shut when it gets caught up in the long grass because it shuts you're going to aim to the right just a little bit keep that in mind because normally shots out of the long grass will have a tendency to go left that's all for today
2: for more tips from mark check out the website t or visit your local pga professional it's destination listening for dedicated golfers t2green the golf show jay Ritchie. Jerry Butenhoff, at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jerry is off today. Mark Kelber will be back in just a little bit with another golf tip for us. And this next tip will be about uh, how to hit out of a bunker. I'm thinking as I'm looking out the window here at the Broadmoor, maybe we should have a tip from Mark on how to play golf in about two feet of snow because that seems to be the norm around here these days. And I know we're not alone when it comes to Uh, Bad weather and snow here in the U.S. this time of year, but it won't be long. Spring is not that far off, and we'll all be able to get out there and play in some decent weather hopefully very soon. Later in the hour, T.J. O'Claire joins us from PGA.com to talk about the naming of the Ryder Cup captains for next year's event, Davis Love for the U.S., and Darren Clark for the European team. We're talking junior golf with our current guest, who is on the line with us from Denver Casey Scheele, the president and founder of Rounds for Kids—that's F-O-R-E Rounds for Kids—an organization dedicated to promoting junior golf. And Casey, we were talking before the break about the three tiers in your program. You want to get kids lessons from PGA golf professionals. You want to get them decent equipment, and of course, you want to get them out there to play some rounds of golf. Uh, and uh, before we get back to those those three tiers. Um, I was wondering, I was thinking about this during the break there, how do you, what what demographic are you looking at when you talk about junior golf in your program, Rounds for Kids? What are the age groups?
5: Uh, what we're trying to do uh, as, as a group, uh, Rick, Tim, and I were thinking, uh, what we wanted to do is connect these kids to other programs and other player development programs, such as the PGA, uh, also the U.S. Kids Tour, and uh, the the other tours around uh, Denver Golf Metro. So what we wanted to do is keep the same age consistent. So we were thinking 6 six to uh, 18 years old. So,
2: Okay, 6 to 18. And it's boys and girls, right?
5: Boys and girls, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Rounds for Kids, uh, roundsforkids.org is the website. Let's go back to the lessons part for with the PGA Golf Professional. Are you getting... A good response from the folks that you've talked to, and, are, and as this as your program grows and as word spreads, do you do you hope to to continue that uh, that good feedback?
5: Well, one of the things now uh, that we're gonna we're gonna be doing is networking with the surrounding PGA professionals and apprentices, and uh, um, because Rick and I are, are PGA, you know, we've been talking with with other uh, with other PGA professionals, and and everyone seems to be you know taking the idea and actually, you know, giving, giving us some more ideas on how we can implement it even better. Um, the cool thing about what we're doing with the instruction is we're not, you know, we're not reducing the rate of the facility's uh, charges or we're not reducing the health professional's rate at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're simply just paying for a portion or a full portion of their expenses and allowing the, uh, the junior to to pay a, uh, a less expensive fee to play the golf course or get it with golf
2: yep yeah. So you're not looking for the pro to, to waive the fee or to do it for free, although if they want to do it, I'm sure you'll take it, right?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and what we want to do is, is establish that connection, uh, possibly find them
2: uh, a junior
5: for, for their golf program or for that 30-minute individual lesson, and whatever the pro uh, charges, maybe $25 for a half hour. Uh, the organization rounds for kids would pay $20 of that, and the junior would
2: pay $5.
5: -hmm. I'm not discounting the fees of the golf professional at all.
2: Now, the the second tier, the equipment angle or aspect, there are a lot of companies out there that that, that make clubs for kids or clubs for junior golfers more so than, than in the past. Are you looking to partner maybe with one of these equipment manufacturers or as many as you can?
5: You know, we would love to uh, um, search for any, any support as far as um, equipment goes and as far as um, fundraising for, for the organization. And, and right now what we were thinking was, you know, we're, we're just going to take it out, out of pocket to, to get the, this golf equipment to, to the kids and uh, try to build up a good inventory of, of golf clubs that way so we have, you know, possibly 200 sets of golf clubs each summer uh, that way, if the winter's over, and once the snow finally melts out there, uh, we would we would drop ship these clubs right out to the kids.
2: Yeah, are you also looking maybe to take your donated clubs as well?
5: Uh, we we are. Um, what we are trying to astray from is, is getting you know men's clubs to where we would have to cut them out, yeah. cut them down, and, and and regrip, just because
6: you know there's there's
5: other programs out there that uh, great programs out there that, that, that do that. Uh, one of the things that we want to do is just stay consistent with our golf equipment for the juniors and, and know that they're going to get uh, a US, set, U.S. kids set of golf clubs for each summer uh, that they apply for that scholarship. That way so it's consistent and uh, they're, they're getting some equipment that they're, they're just thrilled to get and they, that they know that's going to fit them and it's, it's going to be perfect for them all season long.
2: Our guest is PGA professional Casey Shield, the president and founder of Rounds for Kids. He launched this organization back in September. They've made great strides already. Casey, so you've got you've got youngsters, golfers, ages six through eighteen. You've got them lessons from a PGA golf professional. You got them outfitted with a set of clubs. Now you need to get them out on the course. How's that going to work?
5: Yes, sir. Sort of same same uh, kind of program. Uh, the individual would go on onto our website and apply uh, for the scholarship for the round of golf. And what we would do is connect them locally to their local public uh, golf facility, and say the green fee for nine holes is seven dollars for the junior. Uh, we would either cover the full hundred percent, or we would cover maybe like five dollars, and it would just cost the junior out of pocket two dollars to play around and get at full seven.
2: All right. And what sort of feedback are you getting there?
5: I uh, haven't had too much feedback yet. Um, what we're trying to do is implement everything at the same time. So right now we're trying to get funding going. That way so we can get these scholarships rolling uh, out for this 2015 season. And in order to do so, I mean, we're trying to get our name out there and share our mission uh, with the general public and uh, – Try to get a response that way. So the Denver Golf Expo uh, was pretty much our launch to everything, and, and the feedback there was extraordinarily, very, uh, very good. So, yeah,
2: and the mission is growing junior golf for introducing, by introducing, and uh, educating kids about the game of golf through youth player development programs and golf scholarships. And here's the key part: teaching respect, having fun, and receiving knowledge. Rounds for Kids, Tee Up the Future is their slogan. And let's talk about the scholarship thing. How's that going to work, Casey?
5: So the scholarship uh, program each year will be on our on our website. It's going to be a slick online uh, application to where the, the guardians of the, the junior will be able to fill out the application. And once filled out, we would review it as a board and and. Choose the individuals and send out the scholarships directly through the mail, and and they would receive a check pre-written out to the golf course or the golf professional at their at their choosing. Or if they wanted us to connect, them, we would uh, previously talk to the golf course or to the golf professional and let them know, hey, we got this great junior, he's involved. We'd love to get him in a golf lesson with you, and we'll pre- we'll write out a check to that individual so we can take that lesson or play that round of golf.
2: And if people are liking what they're hearing or want to get involved, what's the best way they can do that? Go to your website?
5: Yeah, just connect with us. Um, My information is is on the website, and what we're doing is we we have an online website that's that's almost fully functional, and we're on Twitter at Rounds for Kids and Facebook, and there's plenty of ways for for the listeners out there to reach out to us uh, Rick Kim is a PGA professional as well. He's down at Family Sports right now. He's a huge advocate for junior golf. That's why uh, we partnered up in this thing. So just reach out to us. Uh, give me a call. My, my cell phone's on the website, and, uh, and, and follow us on social media. We're on everything. So
2: Okay. Sounds good. Hey, off to a good start. Keep up the good work, and uh, let's stay in touch. We'll get you back on. We'll talk more about junior golf in the future.
5: That sounds great. Thanks for having me, Jay, and uh, all you listeners, thanks for listening to uh, what Rounds for Kids had to say.
2: That's Casey Shield, President and Founder Rounds for Kids, roundsforkids.org, the website. Great
8: job, they do. T.J. O'Clair next on Tita to Green. Visit the majestic state of Alaska on an unforgettable tour and cruise with YMT Vacations and for a limited time, save up to $1,000 per couple. Discover the best of Alaska, including Talkeetna, the Iditarod Sled Dog Headquarters, Denali National Park, and the Wildlife Conservation Center before your cruise. Then, enjoy seven nights on the sun, one of Norwegian Cruise Line's modern ships, offering a freestyle concept and sail through impressive Hubbard Glacier with port stops in Icy Strait Point, Juneau, the state capital, Skagway, where the gold rush began, and Ketchikan, a city built on stilts over the water. Plus, you'll cruise the scenic Inside Passage and visit the cities of Vancouver and Seattle before flying home. Prices start at only $1,699 plus tax and low-cost airfare is available too. For details and reservations, call YMT Vacations at 1 45770. That's 1 888 45770. Or go to YMTVacations.com.
1: Hello, Mr. Green. Remember that electronic device you donated or traded in? The computer with all your bank statements and passwords you think you erased. The phone with all the lovely family photos you think you wiped. You didn't use Tech Erase, did you? Lucky for me. Had you used TechErase's secure digital shredding process, I wouldn't have been able to steal your identity. So say hello to the new Mr. Green, and thanks for all the gifts you're about to buy me.
8: Don't let this happen to you. Visit TechErase.com now to protect your identity, family, and business. Enter code SPORTS for 25% off secure erasing services for a limited time.
3: 800-480-5708.
0: Can't get enough sports? Join your fellow fans at SBNation.com for all the best sports news, conversation, and opinion. Love your team? Love your town? SB Nation's 300-team regional and sports-centric communities are built just for you. Over 500 of the nation's best sports writers and 35 million fans all gathered in one place, telling you the stories, sharing the opinions, and bringing you the news that matters to you most in sports. Whatever your sports passion, we've got a home for it. SBNation.com. Your team, your community.
4: Tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a
0: Time to work on your short game. Tee to green helps you get it up and down. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites,
9: Hi, everybody, this is Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. Today I want to talk to you about your bunker play. Four things I want you to keep in mind. First and foremost, play the ball off your left instep. Play the ball off your left instep. Secondly, you need to pick the club up outside. I'm going to say 11 o'clock for some reference point there, but far too many people take the club back too flat. If your hands are behind your body too quickly in the swing, that's big trouble out of a bunker. Thirdly, is a swing your arms out of a bunker need a nice, full motion there. Follow through. End up with your weight over on your left side. Get up on your right toe. It's very, very important to have momentum through the shot in a bunker to get the ball out and up on the green where you want it. That's all for today. Thank you.
2: For more on how to get the ball up and down, visit t 2 or visit your local PGA professional. Broadcasting beyond the boundaries of local radio, Tita to Green, live and in real time on the internet at sportsbyline.com. You can also check us out at iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. If you have the TuneIn app, you can pick us up as well, as well as hearing us on your local, your favorite local radio station, T to Check out our website t2greenradio.com. visit our Facebook page, we could use a few more likes there. All sorts of good things happening with T to Green the golf show these days. And our next guest back with us, we haven't talked to him in a little while, but I think he still holds the record for most appearances through the years on T to Green and he's going to add to that total right now from pga.com, TJ O'Claire on the line with us, TJ, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Shay. Thanks for having me.
2: I hear there's another storm headed to the Boston area, so batten down the hatches again.
1: Yeah, we've got another 8 inches on the way tonight to add probably the 4 feet that's already on the ground here. So, you know, at this point, uh, 8 inches just seems like nothing. So (laughs) I'm very much ready for spring and some golf weather, but uh, it doesn't look like it's coming anytime soon.
2: Well, just dig out a replay of the Super Bowl and watch that again, right? <laughs> Patriots, right. Patriots fan? T.J. Right. <laughs> Eau Claire from PGA.com with us. And he is our go-to guy when it comes to the Ryder Cup. Before we get to that, T.J. and the naming of the captains for 2016, uh, a word or two about Tiger Woods and, and, and his situation stepping away from golf. We did see him uh, try to play, and I guess try is the key word there. He's really struggling these days both mentally and physically with his game and his body isn't he he
1: really is jay and it, it's tough to watch because you see a guy like tiger who's dominated the game arguably like no one's dominated it before and to see him come out and kind of hit the shots that you know a, a 20 or 30 handicapper can relate to around the greens it's just it's very very difficult and i was surprised to see tiger come out and announce that you know he's not going to come out and play until he feels tournament ready um, I would be shocked if he misses the Masters. But then at the same time, I also think to myself, if he's chipping like he's chipping right now at Augusta National, uh, mm-hmm. that is going to make for some interesting TV. Um, you know, you, you hate to see a guy struggle like that, but, man, it was brutal to watch. And, and just, you know, over in Phoenix where, you know, the crowd is it, going to be relentless as it is, uh, one of the best crowds in golf, and, you know, they like to have a rowdy time there. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, To me, it's got to be so hard for Tiger to focus. He's always under a magnifying glass, as it is. So to try to work out those kinks, those yips in front of all those people, uh, I'm glad that he's taking the break, but I'm also disappointed that, you know, we have to go without Tiger Woods right now. And and hopefully when he comes back, he is healthy because these back problems, you know, we've seen how his body has just seemed to break down over the years. Uh, That's also been tough to watch because, Sometimes he looks like Superman. He's looked like Superman several times throughout his career. And now he just, you know, it just seems like it's all breaking down at once.
2: Can we forget about him ever catching Jack Nicklaus for major championships?
1: You know, I hate to say that that's the case when we're talking about Tiger Woods, but I really, I just don't see him catching Jack. I mean, two years ago, you know, he comes back from injury, wins five times, and we think, okay, he's right back on track, and then, you know, all the injuries that plagued him last year. I think I think he's going to get his game back, Jay, where the, the chipping's not going to be the problem that it is now. But I just think that, you know, the, the guys, the crop of players that we have today yeah. have all modeled their careers after Tiger, right? So they're not as intimidated as him. They don't have the scar tissue with Phil Mickelson or Ernie Els, like, like Tiger had in the past, you know, where they see his name on the leaderboard and they immediately fear that. That's not the case anymore. The fear factor's gone. And I think the competition has raised their game, and and they're not going to be intimidated. So I think it's going to be probably, you know, clearly it would be the greatest accomplishment in golf if you were to catch Jack. But I just don't see it happening at this point. 39 years old, body breaking down, struggles with the game. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen now.
2: Yeah, and I don't see Rory McIlroy or Bubba Watson or Justin Rose or any of those guys being intimidated by Tiger anymore.
1: No way. And I mean, even Patrick Reed, you know, there's a guy who's got a chance today at the Honda Classic to win five times before the age of 25. Tiger, Sergio, Rory, and Jack Nicklaus have done that previously. So, you know, I, I just, uh, the, the competition, not that it wasn't great in Tiger's heyday, but he was just so, you know, the bar was so high. Yeah. He was so much further ahead of everybody else, and that's just not the case anymore.
2: TJ O'Claire from PGA.com with us today. Davis Love captaining the Ryder Cup team next year. Boy, there's a lot of weight on his shoulders.
1: There sure is, and you know, I was for one shocked when I heard the announcement. Um, I had the, you know, the fortunate opportunity to spend a lot of time with Davis leading up to the Medina matches uh, in 2012, and I think he did a spectacular job. I always tell everybody one of the toughest interviews I ever had to do was immediately after that loss for the Americans. Uh, I wrote a blog with Davis for two years, uh, his captain's blog, where. Basically, I would do the interview and ghostwrite the the blog for him, and, you know, to have to approach somebody after a loss like that, only one other time in Ryder Cup history, the the miracle at uh, Brookline in 1999, did a team come back from a 10-6 deficit on the final day. Well, that's what the Europeans did to the Americans in 12, and when I had to approach Davis to do that final blog, you know, I was kind of like, this is no fun, so... I walked up to Davis and I said, listen, I understand if you don't want to do this right now, you know, we can give it a few days, and do it then. And he said, you know what, you have a job to do too, so let's get it done. And he couldn't have been more of a gentleman. And that's how Davis has been throughout his career. So from that perspective, I'm ecstatic for Davis that he gets the second chance. Um, you know, I think Phil Mickelson, as uh, and I know I talked to you guys after that Ryder Cup uh, in September and how... You know, the the way he handled that press conference after the U.S. loss, he kind of, you know, threw Tom Watson under the bus and everything. And it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But at the end of the day, I think Phil got what he wanted. Davis is a player's captain. Um, You know, he's going to remain that way. And when you really think about it, Jay, you look back to those 2012 matches, there were some miracles that happened on that Sunday for the European team. You know, you had Justin Rose, who was a couple down to Phil Nicholson on the back nine, rolling off birdies like crazy. Ian Poulter can't miss a putt, you know. So it really, uh, it seemed like fate was with the Europeans that day. And like I said, I'm glad to see that Davis is going to get a second crack at it.
2: Yeah, so we had heard when when the U.S. put together this this group to help to look at the Ryder Cup and look at the way they pick a captain and be instrumental in picking the next captain, we had heard that Phil... And Tiger both really stepped up. Do you so you think that they were instrumental in getting Davis Love named captain?
1: Yeah, I think there's no no doubt about that. I mean, you know, you look at Tiger and Phil. Clearly, they're going to be future captains. Phil probably within the next ten years. I would be shocked if he's not the captain when the matches go to Beth Page Black. But um, you know, I, I just think that Davis is a guy who's been around for most of the career of those two guys. They respect him. He's easy to approach. He doesn't have, you know, Watson, I I thought Watson would be a great captain and I'm not saying he wasn't, but he just, I I don't know. You know, everybody talked about, can you relate to these younger players? And I didn't think that was going to be an issue, except it almost seemed like he was, uh, you know, the the principal instead of the friend. And I think the Americans kind of need that friend. we see how that chemistry works on the European side. And I think the U S they needed to do something. So, you know, Rory the other day said that he thinks that it's, a, you know, an overreaction. He thinks that it's a desperate move by the Americans to put this task force together. But I think, you know, all credit to the PGA of America and the players for trying to figure this thing out. They're tired of losing. They needed to do something, and, and now, you know, they've gone through that process.
2: How would you describe then what the style of Davis Love will be as captain?
1: I just think that he's going to be very open to the player input. You know he's not going to be a hardline captain. If you have a suggestion, if you have somebody that uh, you know wants to play with one of those guys, it's not going to be the kind of thing where he has it predetermined in his head that these two guys are playing together, whether they like it or not. He's going to seek a lot of input from you know past captains. I also love this new this new rule that the task force put together, where the assistant captains, there are going to be four of them. At least two of them have to be prior Ryder Cup captains. So. I wouldn't be surprised if you see, let's say, a Corey Pavin and a Ben Crenshaw for those two spots. No. Corey was uh, the captain at uh, Kel- uh, uh, I'm sorry in Wales, and Davis was an assistant there. So I think you know he likes having Corey around, and then of course Crenshaw, probably the most inspirational U.S. captain of all time in '99 when he led the team at Brookline. So um, I-, I like that, and I think Davis is just going to be kind of you know like a sponge. He's going to listen to what everybody has to say. He's, uh, he's very organized, and I just, again, I, I think he's going to be a great captain. I think these guys, they really get knocked for not winning, even if they're a great captain. At the end of the day, all it has to do is with the winner or a loss. And unfortunately for the Americans, they've been on the losing end of it uh, quite a bit lately.
2: Yeah, I like that new rule, too, and kudos to whoever came up with that idea. So Darren Clark uh, at the helm of the European team, that I think is a good pick.
1: It's awesome, you know, and... and The really cool thing about it to me is Davis and Darren are very close. Um, For me, I like that when I'm watching a Ryder Cup. When you see two captains, you know, it's the same thing in 2012 at Medina. Davis is close to Jose Maria Althabo. And it it just makes it that much more fun to watch, for me anyway, you know. Um, And and I think that, uh, you know, it adds more spirit to it because even though they're buddies, you know, you want to – you want to beat the hell out of your buddy when you're competing sure. against him. So, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. And clearly with Darren at the helm, those Europeans are going to have a fun time, which has been trouble for the Americans lately because then they come in nice and loose, ready to play, don't seem to have any pressure. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I think these two captains, you couldn't have two greater gentlemen in the game uh, leading both teams.
2: Yeah, both uh, the European team and the U.S. team to be congratulated on their picks. Darren Clark, captain of the European team, and Davis Love III taking over in charge of the American team. And, boy, the 2016 Ryder Cup will be here before we know it. <laughs> That's uh, TJ O'Claire PGA.com. TJ, always super to have you on. Hope, the, hope you continue. He's on the mend a little bit from some health issues. And... Uh, we get some nicer weather and get out there and play some golf as well.
1: Thanks, Jay. It's always a pleasure
2: joining you. TJ O'Claire of PGA.com. Be sure to read his work each and every week. He and the staff there, the staff of writers at PGA.com, absolutely the best. And uh, check out the uh, pga.com website as well. T.J. Eau Claire here on T to Green. We're not done yet, though. We're going to go on tour, find out what's happening in Asia and in Florida next here on T to Green.
4: We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits.
2: Fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf, and we're not done yet. Time to go on tour. Two events this week. The Champions Tour is off. LPGA Tours in Asia. Amy Yang of South Korea won her second title at the Honda LPGA Thailand Classic. They were playing while you were sleeping. This one overnight here in the U.S. Yang finished two shots ahead of third-round leader Stacey Lewis, two-time champion Yanni Seng, and South Korean Mirim Lee. Lewis started the day going into the final round with a one-shot lead, but blew it on the 15th hole when she made a double bogey, and Yang picked up a birdie. Lewis shot an even par 72 to finish two shots behind Spain's Beatrice Vacari. Had a round, 11 birdies and two bogeys, the lowest round of the year on the LPGA Tour. She shot a, shot a 63, which equaled the course record, but too little too late. She finished in fifth place. Amy Yang of South Korea winning on the LPGA Tour in Asia overnight. On the PGA Tour, the Honda Classic in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Padraig Harrington, the 36-hole leader. For the first time in nearly five years, but he has a ways to go thanks to a vicious storm that hit yesterday that made the weekend longer. Harrington made six birdies in the 12 holes that he played Saturday morning in the rain-delayed tournament to complete a 4-under 66 and take a one-shot lead over Patrick Reed with Ian Poulter and Brendan Steele two shots behind. The third round ended 51 minutes after it started because of the storm that blew in, bringing 50-mile-an-hour winds and dumping about five inches of rain on PGA National. Only, Only 24 players completed even one hole before the storm arrived. The plan is to go back out this morning, resume the round, Get as much golf as possible in today and then end up with a Monday finish. Rory McIlroy missed the cut in this one. And Phil Mickelson shot a 67 yesterday. He is five shots behind Harrington going into today's play. So we'll see. Might be in for a Monday finish tomorrow at Palm Beach Gardens in Florida at the Honda Classic. Our thanks to Casey Shield, Rounds for Kids joining us today. Check out their website and get involved at rounds4kids.org That's F-O-R-E, rounds for kidsorg And check out T.J. Eau, Claire, Eau Claire's writing at pga.com That's it. We'll see you next week. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight.